Welcome to Self-Confidence Unboxed, Owning Your Truth. I'm here to demystify self-confidence, break through the BS and hacks, and get to the heart of what is holding you back. By owning and living your truth, you show up more confident, self-assured, empowered in your relationships, work, and life. But what if you can play bigger in your life, make an impact rather than just sitting on the sidelines to get out of your own head and into your life? I'm your host, Angela Powell. Let's get started. Well, hi there. I am so excited to be here again. We have been talking about the framework that helps you be able to get unstuck and also own your truth. And I put this in an acronym called AWARE. And it starts with awareness, then wonder, access, redefine, and evaluate and evolve. So we're on the third step, and that is access. And we're learning to access our feelings. Um, now we have been avoiding it, we've been ignoring it and pushing it down. And ignoring it looks like by doing anything else, right? So work, binge watching, just keeping busy. Oh, I got to do homework or I got to clean the house or I got to do laundry. Um, you know what? I don't want to really deal with anything. I don't want to start thinking about anything. I'm just going to sit here and binge watch. Um, being able, I'm a workaholic because then I don't have to deal with the icky things that would go on whenever I didn't have a great marriage or whatever like that. Or we would even push that down. So I would eat my feelings. I would actually, to the detriment of my daughter, I taught her unknowingly that I needed a food hug. And just because I had a bad day or I'm insanely stressed out and I need something positive in my life. So I chose to eat macaroni and cheese, which would be a food hug, or I would eat donuts or I would eat pastry. I would eat something that would make me feel better. Um, anything of that nature, or we would try to push down and not have to think about it through alcohol or drugs. Um, I know some friends of mine that when they have a stress day, they have one glass and that one glass turns into multiple. Doesn't mean that they're an alcoholic, but it means that they're avoiding. And so that actually is unfortunately the detriment to us. And that's why this is so important in the framework that we truly access our feelings. And if you're anything like me, we haven't been able to do that. We haven't learned how to be able to access our feelings and be able to be healthy individuals. We stuff it down with that or we ignore stuff. And um, all that does actually is reinforce the original feeling afterwards. And it also brings in its really nasty friends, other emotions that join in on the mental beatdown. Um, and then you start feeling unworthy and then you become depressed and then you start adding all these other things. So imagine 
that there is this ball of emotion. And on one side, you just constantly layer in, okay, well, I'm going to end up avoiding. And then after you get done avoiding, you're, the emotion is still going to be there. And now you have that emotion on top of, well, now you didn't get anything done. Now you're worthless. Now you're lazy and you're beating down and you're just hurting yourself even more. And it layers up on top of itself and it grows. And when we, uh, when we resist it, it just intensifies the emotion that much more because it is becoming more powerful. We're giving it more power by not addressing it and not dealing with it. So I have three things for us to be able to work towards that I've been doing that has made such an impact in my life. And I want to be able to share that with you to help you get empowered on this section of the third of accessing our emotions. And first, we need to find out what feeling we're trying to avoid. And then second is why? Ask ourselves why? What are you afraid of? What would happen? And the third would be the feelings and emotions and knowing that they can't hurt you, that they're just feelings and emotions. So I've mentioned before in my previous podcast that I have dealt with depression most of my life, um, on and off. And so I get it. And then their self-condemnation and all the other stuff that comes along with that baggage. And so whenever I was talking again, I've told you guys this about it, but it, it, I think it puts the exclamation point on this and underlines how important this is. So I was afraid whenever I was talking to the coach about the depression and I was afraid that if I allowed those feelings, cause I was really good at packing that down, peeing Pollyanna, not even feeling the feelings, trying to find the silver lining, um, ignoring it with food hugs and all that. And my dogs decide to uh, bark. But anyway, dealing with all of that, I was afraid that if I feel that I would get back into that depression. And I hadn't been there in a pretty long time, but I was always teetering. I was right on the edge. It felt like a lot of the time. And so whenever I talked to the coach and she told me about in the awareness that I talked about the, the thoughts that are constantly kind of pushing us over there that are digging the hole. But the second part of that is when we actually realize that it's our thoughts and that the feelings are just feelings and they really can't hurt us and that we have control over our feelings by the, uh, by controlling our thoughts and what we think about it, what we make it mean, then we then are empowered and I am then empowered to not get into that dark place. Do you get that? It's pretty powerful. So let's dig into these three steps a little bit further. So first is we find out what feeling are we trying to avoid? Now, again, we've been on autopilot and we've carried these feelings around sometimes for such a long time that it has become our identity. And when we have that 
we're just depressed. You know, things just don't happen to us that are good. And it just is this constant heavy cloud and it's always around us. And sometimes we just can't name it. So here's some tips on how to be able to access that feeling that you're trying to avoid, right? So first is that one, we try to name it out loud. So we go, I'm feeling depression. And then we notice how our body reacts to that word and that sentence. Have you ever said something and then your body has this reaction, whether it's just like this repulsion or just like, yep, that's pretty true. You're pretty aligned with that. Or you're just like, oh my gosh, yes. And it empowers you, right? So you name it. So I'm feeling depression. No, that's not it. I'm feeling anxious. Maybe, but there's also something else there. Um, I'm feeling frustrated. Yeah. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Yes, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And so then now you've kind of named, when you've named it, you're going to be able to know and see if it's true, if it feels right, and if it's true in your body. The second way that you can end up being able to access your feelings is by identifying and notice how it feels in your body. Do a body scan. Where does it come up in your body? Is it in your chest? Is it in your neck? Is it in your throat? Is it in your stomach? Is it in your feet? Is it in your fingers? And is it heavy or is it light? Does it feel like a knot? Is it little? Is it big? Is there a vibration? How about, are you, it, does it make you feel open or closed? Are you hot? Are you cold? I know whenever I get angry, my whole body just, just turns up the furnace and I'm just hot. I can feel myself vibrating. I am hot. I feel it. My fingers, there's this like quick vibration in my chest, my pulse quickens. I can breathe a little bit deeper. Um, sometimes you can't, you can't breathe as deep. So you breathe those shallows, uh, in some of the feelings that you have. So notice and do a body scan on how that reacts. That is another form of awareness and awareness then allows you to have access. Okay. And then the third is, be able to kind of visualize if you can describe it. So I'm a visual person. So whenever I try to tell people how it feels to be coming out of depression, it's like you've climbed up this deep, dark pit. Your nails are bloody. You're exhausted and you're looking up and you're trying to crawl yourself out. Like you're doing it by your willpower and you're just looking and you got like up to your nose and you're looking up along across the landscape and you can see out there that there is a light like a party or a garden that I want to be in, but you can't get there quite yet because you haven't figured out how to get out of the damn pit. That you kind of describe it and you see there's also sometimes whenever I feel lost, um, my oldest daughter and I, there's been this chasm in between us since I got divorced. 
And there's a lot of um, drama and story behind that, of course. And, but I feel like I'm in the middle of the night in the middle of an ocean being tossed around by waves. And I feel helpless. And sometimes I feel hopeless. And I don't see any land in sight. And I don't know which way to turn. Do you get how that feels? And then you then can go back to the body scan after you've visually done that and see that, okay, yeah, that, that rings true. Okay, that feels heavy in my chest. It's hard for me to breathe. I feel dark and weak because I don't have an answer. So you can access that and by giving it a, a name or being able to identify how it comes, then you'll be able to know that it's a feeling in our body and okay, yep, this is depression, this is coming in or yep, this is anger or yep, this is overwhelm or yep, this is confusion. So then we move on to the second thing and we ask why? What am I afraid of? And why am I afraid of it? What would happen? By doing this, you will then be able to kind of define and figure out what you're making it mean. And like we've said before, we, our brains give it a story and it is underlining and reinforcing a belief that we've had. And that's what that is. And it creates feelings in our body from the thoughts that we have and the beliefs that we have and the stories that we tell ourselves. And we can then end up being able to see why we're afraid of it. So I know that there was a long time that I didn't have, I wasn't on the podcast. I wasn't doing my podcast because I was super overwhelmed with my life and I was newly married and trying to learn uh, communication with my husband as well as uh, my computer ended up breaking down and I have tech overwhelm. So I got a brand new computer and it was a Mac um, and I, I so knew, so knew just too many words, too many thoughts to go with that. And I was so overwhelmed with that. And then the stories kept creeping in of like, well, now it's been such and such time and they don't want to hear from you and you don't have anything to say. And it just would constantly just build upon itself. And so then I, um, got it in my head that I was going to end up doing that. But I was making it mean what I was afraid of was that I would feel stupid. I wouldn't be able to end up figuring out the tech issue. Um, I was afraid of being judged for not being consistent on my podcast. I was beating myself up. I was afraid that y'all would beat me up. Um, and that what the hell am I doing this for? And when you re whenever I realized all that and I would ask like what would happen, then that would end up being able to realize like, oh wait, this is just a feeling. This is just a story. I'm going to figure this out. And so then I became more empowered 
to be able to do that. And I work really closely with my clients through this of what's the worst that could happen and realizing and helping them identify the fact versus fiction in the story that our brain offers us because sometimes it's overwhelming when we don't have that to be able to help us be able to identify the markers for that. And then three, the step three in accessing um, and I accessing our feelings is feelings and emotions, they can't hurt you. They're just emotions, they're just vibrations in our body. And you're going to say, well, yeah, but then there's this and this and this. Believe me, guys, I've been there, done that. I understand that. But truly, feelings can't hurt us. Nobody can make us feel anything. And we have the power to be able to choose our feelings and to choose our thoughts. And that's what I help my clients so that they can then become empowered to be able to do that. So emotions are actually just markers for us to pay attention to. So celebratory. So that's why I help my clients be able to celebrate even the little things because we could be so happy and we're so busy getting to there, wherever there is, that we don't stay and celebrate it for just a moment so that we can then build trust and go, oh my gosh, I did this. I did this, even if it's for five minutes. And then we can go, okay, next. And then it could be a feeling of an accomplishment. Or it could also be um, markers for us to be able to pause and learn from and grow from. Now, I love the idea from this conference that I went to about emotions that they suggested that you imagine the feeling that you're having and you imagine them as a person. You flesh them out, you put it all what's in their head and you create this person, what they look like, what they wear, how they behave, how they act, um, what their voice sounds like. Um, and then they allowed them to be able to talk. And so there was another coach, um, and I'm so sorry, her name is eluding me, but she talked about being in a boardroom and she has all of her emotions around the boardroom and she, and, and you know how some emotions, they constantly are just nagging you and you just feel them and you just can't, and you're trying to push them away and you're trying to quiet them, but they're just like, Ooh, 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 I need to say something. I need to say something. It's me. I got it. I got to tell you something. And you're like, okay, all right. What do you need to say? And you can just quietly, because you're the head of the boardroom, you're in control and you can access what they have to say and allow them to be able to speak to you. And then you can then, because you're the CEO and the, of the boardroom. And so then you can actually be able to access that emotion, hear what they have to tell you, and then be able to decide from there because you are the CEO and the CEO is one that ends up choosing and making decisions powerfully. And then if they end up making a mistake, then they learn from it. And it's not a big deal. So 
I know it seems silly, but it allows you and gives space to pause and let the emotion happen and allow you to process it. Once you actually process it, then you'll end up realizing that it's just an emotion. It's not that big of a deal. You can learn from it and then it will allow you to go to the next step, which is redefine. All right, guys. Um, I just want to recap with you really quickly. The third step is access and the three steps to accessing your feelings and your emotions is one, find out what emotion or feeling that you're avoiding. You ask yourself why, what are you afraid of and why are you afraid of it? And then the third is to realize and understand that feelings and emotions, they can't hurt you. And so if that, and and I want you to go through and practice that and see. So we've practiced so far being aware of our thoughts and seeing what the two types of brain parts, especially the negative Nelly is coming and talking to us about and offering us. And then we wonder about that and be curious about it and not condemning ourselves because this is a natural process and feelings is part of the human experience. And so for us to avoid it, it just intensifies it. And then it just grows and gets bigger. And then not only do we do more avoiding stuff, but then it also bleeds into other areas of our lives. If we're avoiding it in one area, it bleeds into the others. All right, guys. Well, I hope this empowers you to be able to start accessing your feelings so that you can then get a grip on that and be able to be more empowered to go through your day. Uh, Y'all go forth, be awesome, and I will catch y'all on the flip side. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me today. I really enjoy being able to connect with you. If this is something that resonated with you, then please do leave a comment down below on the podcast. Also, it helps me be able to reach more people. If there is someone that could be able to help with stepping out of the sidelines and into their life and growing some self-confidence, please do go ahead and share that. If you would like to be able to work one-on-one with me, go to AngelaPowell.com and be able to navigate through there and reach out to me there. Or you can DM me at Angela Powell Coaching on Instagram and on Facebook. All right, guys, y'all have a great day and uh, go forth and be awesome.